This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Welcome to the Bayside Bubble. I am Marie Lacey, and together with my co-host Kate Harvey, we are delighted to share fun and fascinating stories that make Bayside one of the best places to live in the world. The Bayside Bubble podcast is all about our local community, connecting with Bayside's who make a positive difference to where we live. This podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, Buxton in Bayside and Chisholm Constructions. So get on board and share the bubble love. Welcome back to the Bayside Banter, listeners. Yes, it's another banter rather than an interview because we can't see anybody at the moment. So we just talk together and enjoy our company and do lots of chatting. So, Marie Lacey, what are we doing this week? Hello and welcome back to the banter. Well, we are talking Paralympics and do you know why? I'm really enjoying watching them right now. Yeah, there's some such inspiring stories coming out of it. I love it. And an interesting one. It's not a, actually it's a bit of a fun fact. Well, it's not really a fun fact. Well, it's an interesting let me fact. Be the judge of that. <laughs> I was thinking about Oscar Pretorius. Remember him, South African? This guy? is not a fun fact. I know, but I just remembered he was involved in the. But he was actually a Paralympian. <sighs> Blade Runner. The Blade Runner. Did you read that book? No. Great book. Inspiring book. Actually, stop it. Even though... Not anymore, it's not. No, well, well, it was inspiring at the Do time. Do not read that book, The no, End. No, you should read it. No, um, I'm not going to. Okay, anyway, back to um, back to the Paralympics. <laughs> inspiring. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing out there in Tokyo is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share some fun facts. I would love to hear your fun facts. Okay, I'm going to give you a bit of history. So okay. for people that haven't had a chance to watch it, please watch it. It's really great. You can watch it on Channel 7 or live stream it on, on um, 7 Plus. But I'm going to give you some history. It began in 1948, Kitty Cat, mm-hmm. and it was actually back in a hospital during the war times. Yeah. So uh, all the war veterans were in a town called Stoke Mandeville, which is mm-hmm. 60 k's north of London. Have you been there? No, I've know, heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's near Oxford. I had a look on the, on yeah. the map. Okay, so it's west of Oxford. So a gentleman called Sir Ludwig Goodman was looking for a way to help his paraplegic patients, and they were all World War II veterans. And he was looking a way of them to rehabilitate more quickly. Mm-hmm. And so they were mainly Royal Air Force pilots yep. with spinal injuries and they all needed to use wheelchairs. So he organised sporting events for these patients at the Olympic Games in London. So while the Olympic Games were taking place. Yep. But he unknowingly created a new sporting movement and said, and I love this, I love this quote, quote, until then... The problem was hopeless because we had not only had to save the life of these paraplegic or quadriplegic men, women and children, but we also had to give them back their dignity mm. and make them happy and respected citizens. So true. So true. That's why he was inspired. Well, and incredibly so. And so it was called the Stoke Mandeville Games, wasn't it? It was called the Stoke Mandeville Games and they were held nearly Every year up until, there's a few years that they missed, Uh so from that point, 1948, up until 1960, Mm -hmm. where they became the real Paralympics in 1960 in Rome. And they started six days after the opening ceremony, after the closing ceremony of of Rome. Mm -hmm. In 1960 in the Paralympics, 23 nations took part and 400 athletes, all in wheelchairs, kitty cat. Yep. 
um, and used the everyday wheelchair, not the whiz-bang ones that they use nowadays. Yeah. And they, at that time, they weighed half of what they did back in the 1960s and 70s. So in the 1960s and 70s, you think about people in wheelchairs, how heavy they would be. Yeah. Now they're incredible. Sure. So we're talking about the wheelchairs, not the people, right? Not the people. Because <laughs> I'm glad you made that, <laughs> that distinction. <laughs> So why do they unless, weigh less? Unless they're in weightlifting or heavyweightlifting yes, or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> so back in 1960, to recap, 23 nations, 400 athletes yep. and only eight sports. Yeah, okay. Moving along to 2021, right now in Tokyo, there's 160 competing nations. Great. There's 22 sports. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to ask me this question, so I did a quick fun research. Out of the 22 sports, Australians are now competing in 18 out of the 22 events. Fabulous. Yep. The ones that are not, can you say, what Ford are they not? That's what I would be asking right now if I was Megan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the four that we are not as Australians competing are para powerlifting, sitting volleyball, wheelchair fencing, and football five-a-side. We are currently competing in, tw- well, there's 21 venues across Tokyo, mm-hmm. the Paralympics, and how many do you think are competing athletes in the Paralympics. So back in 1960, we had 400. There was 400. Uh, Let's say 3,000. Pretty close, 4,400. Pretty awesome. That's a good, good, strong number. One fact that we talked about in the Olympics in our little banter that we did was the, 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 the new sports that were introduced into the Games. Yes. There's two. I knew about the trampolining, by the way. Just wanted to say. Okay, that. great. Awesome. Thanks very much. Yeah, I should have been there. Okay. Yeah, so the new debut sports in Tokyo Games are para badminton and para taekwondo. Can you say badminton again, please? Para badminton. Badminton. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> badminton. <laughs> Correct. Badminton. <laughs> badminton. Badminton. And taekwondo. Wow. Uh, but what type of Disability in that. What? Well, I've got. Yeah, what category? You don't know? No, I don't know. That ain't no fun fact. Man. It's an, that's well, a, there's, there's two new sports that, that they I had. Taekwondo okay. was a, Okay. wasn't in before and now it is. Okay, okay. okay. you're going to type the game. I'm going to check while okay. we're talking. Okay, so while you're looking at para-taekwondo, mm-hmm. what does taekwondo mean? Can you look that up as well? I must can't even spell it right Taekwondo now. must be something about like a kick or something. Um, that's about the way they, it's about a, anyway. So well, it's a. A, it's a form of martial arts. Yes. There you go. There you That's go. the word yeah. I was after. So martial arts. I'm going to talk to you about the logo while you're doing some I research. I would love okay. you to talk about the logo because I would be asking about the logo okay. right now. So it's called the three agitos, A-G-I-T-O-S. Okay. Which comes from the Latin meaning I move. Okay. And when you look at their logo, there's three shaped crescents and they are colours of red, blue and green on a white background. Yes. Um, and again, like the Olympics flag and motto, they, and motto the three colours that they use are most widely represented in the national flags around the world. Sure. Okay. So the Paralympic motto is called, is actually Spirit in Motion and it was introduced in 2004 in, the, in Athens. There you go. So you've learned that there's three colours it's called the three agitos. It means I move. And it's red, blue, and green. There you go. There you go. Has that given you time to look up Taekwondo? It has. Um, I can't see from 
looking at, I'm actually on the International Paralympic Committee website right now, actually what the categories are. So that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, there you okay. go. Someone can write in and tell us if they like. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we've got some incredible viewing right now. And, you know, I think there's about 3 billion people watching the Paralympics, which is awesome right now. Um, Fun facts. Here's the first one. Why is it called Paralympics? Not Paralympics, spelt para-a-l-y-m-p-i-c-s. Now, most people think it's from the word paralysis or some type of form from that, right? But what is it from, Marie? It's actually derived from the Greek language. Para, which means beside or alongside, which I love. I love that. Um, And the Paralympics are the parallel games to the Olympics and illustrates how the two movements exist side by side. Yeah. Love Love it. it. Mm. Love it. Okay. I'm on board. Number two fun fact, Kitty Cat. In 1988, the Paralympics were held at the same site as the Olympic Games for the first time. What country or what city were they held? 88. I was in year 12 and 88. Oh, were you? Yes. You're a youngie. So I have no idea because I was probably just focused on myself like I have been throughout my entire life. Okay. No idea. Okay. They were held in Seoul, Kitty Cat, South Korea. Our favourite place. (laughs) And can I just, a little aside, I've been watching Vincenzo. Oh, it's awesome. I know. I need to start that. I, um, I'm just coming to the end of Hide Jekyll and Me. Okay. And it's, oh, it's pulling at my heartstrings okay. right now. So that's, that's a little fun fact. 1988 Great. was the first time that the Paralympics and the Olympic Games were held in the same city. Beautiful. The final fun fact is in 1976 in the Summer Games was the first time that they included athletes with different disabilities because up until that time they had the wheelchair, just the wheelchair. So until then, only sports people in wheelchairs were allowed to compete. There you go. Well, that sort of segues very nicely into what I had researched. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So the able-bodied Olympics, the categories are male and female. Yes. Right. And then you have all of the sports underneath. Obviously, in the Paralympics, they have to have, you know, extra Classification. So what they do is they have categories and then they have classification systems within the categories. Yes. So the three main categories are physical impairment, visual impairment and intellectual disability. Now, there is a special Olympic World Games for um, people who are intellectually disabled, but they can also compete in these games That's under certain great, circumstances, great which is great. Research. Isn't that a great yes, fact? that is a good fact. The physical impairment is broken down into about oh, six or eight different things. So it's things like impaired muscle power, impaired passive range of movement, loss of limb or limb deficiency, leg length difference. That's a whole category in itself. That's incredible, yeah. I, I find that fascinating. Yeah. I wonder why. I mean, there's obviously, you know, lots of reasons why, but I've, I've It's incredible that they've had to make that differentiation. Short stature, hypotonia, ataxis, and atheosis. What's atheosis? Generally characterised by unbalanced involuntary movements and a difficulty maintaining a symmetrical posture like cerebral palsy. Okay. That type of um, exposure. So just incredible that they've had to do so much you know, differentiation and car- yeah, yeah. categorisation there. And obviously <laughs> then with the other two, the visual impairment and the intellectual disability, they also have their um, classifications. But I that love too. that they've given that classification um, 
And, and they've offered a broad classification, so it allows, it, it offers inclusion. Yes, so it's broad but also targeted too. Yeah, I like that. That's All a great fact. Inclusion. It yeah, is, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. There were no, um, you know, beating up of horses or anything on there, which was I was very disappointed about. However, still have I, to get do, over that one. I do have a fact about cheating. So um, after the 2000 Sydney Games, a Spanish basketball player alleged that several members of the gold medal winning Spanish basketball intellectually disabled team were not disabled. Really? Based on what? Well, he claimed that only two of the athletes out of the 12-member team met the qualification of the intellectually disabled athlete. So there was big, big controversy. Was that thrown out? Um, So the investigation uncovered that... um, a lot of them had um, flouted the ID rules, intellectual disability rules. So basically um, they confirmed that the allegations were true and wow. it wasn't just isolated to the basketball event. It was some other events as well. That's right. Yep. So as a result, all of the um, competitors were suspended um, indefinitely um, and they actually released the, well, lifted the ban after the 2008 game. So that was eight years. Wow. That's and a, that's, that's why they did so much work on the, the ID rules. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. That's a great fact. Isn't that a good fact? Yeah. But oh, so sad, though, going through that whole process. Ugh. So sad. Here's a fun fact. Okay. So let's end on a fun one. Yeah, this is a good one. So when you think about the 100 metres, I, I go straight to Usain Bolt. Okay. Now, I had to, I, I remember watching Usain Bolt in the Olympics, smashed the record. And the record still stands of 9.58 seconds. Imagine running, imagine running 100 metres. Do it every day. Yeah, I can imagine you would, yeah. um, especially when you see me. Um, you run away. Out the way. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. that's right. <laughs> I was, I was beat you to that one. <laughs> so um, in the Paralympics in 2012, um, a guy called Smythe, I think his name's Jason Smythe, better check that. I don't know his first name. But anyway, he won um, heat one of the 100 metres in a time of 10 point, so a Paralympic, 10.54 seconds. That's pretty close. It's just incredible. It's wow. so incredible. Yep. So it's going to be very interesting to see who wins the 100 metres in the Paralympics this time and what, what, the, what the actual um, time is. It will be. I'll come back to you on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. So would I. <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> All right. So on that note, Paralympics, get on to it. I've really enjoyed it. I know you have too, Kitty Cat. Some great fun facts there. And what else do we have to do right now? (laughs) What else do we have to do right now? Watch some people who have overcome adversity and see them compete on the world stage. And incredible. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Yep. Get back onto it. Get back onto the TV. Take care. Yeah, we look forward to Take bantering in next week. You will. Yeah. You're going to get sick of us. No, that way. <laughs> Guess we're back very soon. All right. Very soon. Stay tuned. See ya. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Bayside Bubble. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, you can like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Or if you have no idea what that means, just tell your family and friends, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, whoever will listen. Catch all the latest from us on Insta and Facebook and take a look at our website, baysidebubble.com.au, while you're at it. And of course, this podcast would not be possible without Buxton Real Estate and Chisholm Constructions. So thanks again. We'll see you next time on the Bayside Bubble.